0: There. My name is Susie Warren Smith, and for the next thirty minutes, we're going to be talking all things food and drink. I'm joined by my fellow presenter AJ Shop. Hello, Susie. Who is a taste expert? Yes, and she is also a judge for the Great Taste Awards, which is just as well because we've got a few yeah, award-winning lots. things in front of us. Uh, loads of other awards, food writer, blah 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 blah. Now today, I want to talk about umami. Mm. Can you tell me what it is? It's
1: my favourite as a flavour profile. It is my
0: favourite, I think.
1: So there's five, isn't there? Salty, sweet, bitter, sour, and umami. An and that, umami. That was recent umami-ish. Wait, yeah, it's last half a century. 15 or... years or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Recent-ish. Yeah. yeah, and it's that savoury profile, isn't it? It's that savoury flavour. I always think of kind of soy sauce or miso or sort of marmite really, yeah marmite the kind of essence the, of mushroom. the depth of flavor yeah but it is savory and it gives it that real oh marmy. it's just see that marmy. savory
0: is my favorite for sure <laughs> mm. savory is my favorite mm. um, and is it possible because sometimes we've had um uh all sorts of different drinks but in particular um I don't think I like bitter, but I do like sour. Is that possible? Because
1: sometimes you confuse them to be the same thing, but they're not, are they? No, you taste them in a completely different place on your palate. Right, and they're not the same at all.
0: No, not great fan of bitter, but I love sour. Mm. Now, um, some foods are high in umami compounds. Uh, that's seafood, meat, aged cheese. You know when you get a really cracking good cheddar? Mm. That's that's quite umami, isn't it? Yeah, can be, can be. Me. um and uh, it, tra- it actually does translate to savory apparently the actual term uh, it was discovered by Japanese scientists ah see I was right in the early 20th century it's been around for a little while no. but it hasn't come into has it in, in, into uh, into being uh, until recently so we have some experts today uh, to talk about umami and um, snacks as well and how, how that works so we have Harry Turpin of The savourists, Welcome, Harry.
2: Thank you very much for having me on. Uh,
0: thanks for coming. You've brought lots of nice things with you, which I going <laughs> to talk about in a minute. <laughs> yes. And um, Adam Sofa of Joe and Seth's Popcorn. Hi. I'm That's quite good. familiar with your brand. In my head, I've seen that brand quite a bit. Have you?
3: Mm-hmm. We've been around a lot longer than people think.
0: Yes. So Adam Sofa, your name is Adam Sofa, but it's Joe and Seth's popcorn. How does that work then?
3: Very good question. Um, everyone <laughs> thinks I might be the ampersand in ah. Joe and Seth, but <laughs> in fact they are wrong. Ah. Um, it's my dad, he's called Joseph. Ah. And so it's literally his name misspelled and broken into two. And the clue actually, if you're oh, into brands, it's the same hat above Joe and Seth just flipped upside down. That signifies that Joe clever. and Seth is fact the same person wearing different hats. Very oh. cool. Maybe, okay. Very good. And the, I should tell you the reason, but um, really briefly, he is the guy that made us popcorn when we were kids. And it's his ah, recipes. And so he gets the the credit the sir. packaging. Ah. Yes.
0: Um, and you founded it in 2010 uh, yes. with your wife and sons.
3: Uh, wife and dad and mum, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Son has been born now, but wasn't at the time. Of course. Too um, okay. And uh, yeah, so it was a proper family business that uh, was based on from my parents' kitchen table, it was the popcorn that we made. My dad made for us as kids in 2010. He had retired, was bored. I was bored in the job I was doing. My mum had been a stay-at-home mum, wanted to do something. Do something. And we yep. thought, why not turn these amazing recipes that he had made us for kids into a business? And So,
0: so why was there a sort of tradition of doing popcorn in the family? Because it tends to be going to the cinema and that sort of stuff. But you you regularly made that at home.
3: Yeah, I think if you rewind the clock as well, 2010. There was no, you know, you wouldn't go to a coffee shop and find popcorn no. like you do now. Um, And I think the, the, the kind of idea came because in America, popcorn was a huge, huge thing. It's like billion dollar, two billion dollar market, massive. But in the UK, it was like what, that one brand beginning with a B um, and a like, supermarket and like, label. We like
0: shouting people out. Do you mean butterkissed at all? Oh, oh no. Yes, <laughs> yes. Correct. And then yes.
3: literally that and that was the category. Yeah. And so um what we would made, what my dad had made for us for years was popcorn, only using actual ingredients, air pop not fried so it's much healthier and just really interesting flavour profiles. And we thought, why not? If it's big in the US, there must be an opportunity for it in the UK.
0: So and, what and actually is popcorn? what it, is it
3: it is a, it's a kernel um it's grown it looks like when you when you go to the fields where it's grown it looks like it's a corn on the cob yeah um, is it corn on the cob it's it's a slightly different variety so okay. you couldn't you couldn't do the same thing with, with the corn on the cob. but slightly... it
0: is like corn like that and it's the the individual yeah. kernels and then what they're so they're dried
3: they're dried and it and there's a certain moisture ratio that they're dried to, which is then optimal for them popping because so with inside each popcorn kernel which is why it frustrates me you don't need to pop kernels using oil you can just use hot air because inside each kernel is some water um, and where there's that optimal amount of water inside each kernel it pops naturally without the need for, for oil. Um,
0: and so what do you mean by pop it just sort of like explodes or? yeah
3: yeah so it's an, it's an explosion and actually you can you can turn, you can heat that water up fast enough to a high enough temperature using hot air. That means that it pops without the need for oil to actually uh, uh, make it pop. And that's what we do, and that's the term air popping that comes. So in.
0: if you do that, and maybe you just add a little bit of salt. I mean, that must be yep. a half decent snack, really. Yeah, it's that's probably the healthiest healthy.
3: snack, uh, really high in fiber um, that you could possibly have, and and actually. What what we do is then actually go and coat it in loads of loads of naughty. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, <laughs> yours got lots of naughty stuff, but if you just
0: had the basic stuff, yeah. it, it's 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 quite a good healthy snack.
3: It's a really good healthy snack, and actually, yeah, you can drizzle extra virgin olive oil. Um, uh, there's it, lots of things that you can kind of do to it, and it, what we actually also do the other popcorn quirk is we use a mushroom variety of corn as it's nicknamed. So there's actually two two types of butterfly and mushroom, and the mushroom because if you look at our popcorn, it does look a little bit mushroomy. Um, Gives it a much bigger surface area to coat, whilst the butterfly popcorn, I imagine, it has has sort of wings, uh, is much harder to to coat in the way that we do. It's so. a bonkers thing, isn't it? Lots of
0: very cool. Yeah, it's very mad. Well, we've obviously got um, Harry here with the savouries. I'm going to talk to him in a minute. Should we have a taste, Harry? Well, we will give him his pro- our professional opinion. Yes, now absolutely. you've got some mad bonkers tastes here. Uh, so we've got. Let's go for uh, goat's cheese and black pepper.
3: Yeah. That's... Tell us
0: how you make that. Yeah. How do you get the flavour yeah. to stick on the outside? Oh, taste. It looks like normal popcorn, I have to say.
3: Yeah. So, so we've got sort of two different varieties of corn, I guess it the word. So we've got the, the, the cheesy varieties and then the caramel based ones. This oh is God. literally uh, goat's cheese from the Loire in France, black pepper uh, coated on the popcorn. And what we do is we take the cheese, <coughs> excuse me, we take the cheese, melt it down. And uh, then and and stir it in literally the popcorn, so it's a bit softer than you might get with our caramel-based ones. But the taste is literally like you're eating a cheese biscuit.
0: Can you just give me another one of those? Because that is so.
1: It's actually weird. I'm not.
0: It lingers, doesn't it, on your mouth. It does
3: linger. Yeah.
1: And I love goat's cheese.
3: Yeah. We actually have a huge uh, women who are pregnant. Buy this off our website like it's going out of fashion because it's pasteurised cheese, so it is it is like the go-to so snack. Allowed for pregnant that, women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious.
1: And what the, do you think? The OG? black pepper is quite subtle, isn't it? Mm. It is there. There's a little bite at the end, but
0: oh, I didn't think I'd like that. I really like those. It's mm. creamy. It's making the inside of my mouth go a bit.
1: <clears throat> I've just eaten four back to back, so I can't hate. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's really creamy. You really get that kind of lovely. Goaty, lactic taste from the yeah. from the goat's cheese there. But there's a sweetness as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, I personally I love it. It's my go to one. Glass of white wine. Um oh, yeah. you can even I even put it as um, instead of croutons on a salad. Uh it's really, really nice. I'm gonna have salad
0: tonight. I might mm. get those too. Yeah. That's what take I'd, take it uh, home. Uh, Adam if you don't mind. Any thoughts, Harry?
2: I think it's delicious. Do you? And the texture bit, of it is really nice. Bit old, it works it? with the, I think if you had the kind of crunch of a caramelised popcorn with that, it would taste a bit, bit mm. fancy, but it's it's bit I really think it's delicious.
0: You sort of know it's popcorn, but you just get a massive cheese hit, don't yeah. you?
2: Mm. My wife is actually pregnant, so I'm going to... Oh, there you go. go Give ahead. you a bag, <laughs> <of those. laughs> Give a bag of those on the way back. Yeah.
0: Now, we've got another one called Pina Colada Gourmet Popcorn. Which has pineapple, coconut and golden rum. We did a rum tasting the other week, didn't we? I got myself into all sorts of trouble. We tried 11 one. rums. <laughs> oh, yeah. I couldn't we... even speak by the end of the programme. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> um, so so how have you got to create this, this recipe? Is,
3: this is quite an interesting story, actually. So we, we, um, Michelle Rue Senior, before he uh, passed away, was flying on an airline where, which we supply with our popcorn and he ate it said this is fantastic i can't do a french accent so i won't try uh he said this is fantastic <laughs> wrote an email through our website going can you make us some popcorn for our new bar uh, i must have thought somebody's yeah we thought it was it's a, prank. a joke yeah, yeah surely and but we spoke to him on the phone it was really him uh we met up with him um for a lunch it's amazing mission star restaurant with which he runs with i uh, used to run with alan uh, and um, and that was it. We developed three flavors, of which this was one for his bar, which we, he was so proud of that we put his name to it.
1: Amazing! You Isn't... couldn't be more different
0: than one we just tried. It couldn't
3: be more different. <laughs> so different, yeah. It, it's it's very y Yeah,
1: but I, I, you know, it's it's really interesting. It's, a bit it's sweet sort
0: of... for me, I would say. I can imagine that on a bar though.
3: Yeah, really nice on a bar. Um, and actually, there's there's a, there's two other flavors that we developed with him as well. And and this is the sort of the sweeter one. We do a, a more savory variety as well. Um, uh, but it's great. It just for me, the, the difference with our popcorn is it's sort of the, you get the layering of the flavors, so you don't tend to get everything in one hit. You'll mm. tend to get the sort of the, the, mm. the different pineapple, still the coconut, cheese,
2: then the rum just it. at the end. The <laughs> yeah, up. yeah.
1: I'm still tasting <laughs> the
3: cheese. <yeah>. Co- <laughs> yeah. Coconut's
1: quite
2: prevalent as well yeah. when you have yeah, a couple of really them. strong. Yeah. Genuinely tastes like a pina colada as well. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> like, a lot of brands out there.
0: That yeah, do yeah. It's... Do you want to talk us through the other one, AJ? The next one because I know you're a little bit of a fan of you know what.
1: What The chocolate popcorn. Mm-hmm. Bite. Oh, these are
3: great!
0: <laughs>
1: oh, I'm excited about these. I haven't tried these before. Oh, look! They actually describe sit. them. There's a piece of sort of um, looks like it's salted caramel popcorn sitting in a half disc of dark chocolate. A yep. Indulgent dark chocolate cup. So it almost looks like it's um, it's it's got a little uh, plinth. Mm.
0: Is that the right word that mm. is sitting on? And then the the popcorn's plon- plonked on
3: it. Someone Tell on us Twitter. The story re- behind this. So, someone on Twitter actually recently described these as they reminded them of the Sabutio um little football Oh yeah, yeah. You flip with your finger, isn't it? Yeah. It
1: reminds me of that. I yeah. can see my kids laying them out on a table and kind
3: yeah. of
1: moving them around.
3: <clears throat> it gave us a great idea for a sort of um animate, TikTok animation, but we'll do that another day. Um but they, <laughs> so how do these come about? these we're all about making really great tasting popcorn. That's all that's our only kind of um ambition, really. And and popcorn and chocolate together just tastes amazing and we wanted to make something that was texturally really cool but really flavorsome this delivers on it because you get the crack of the chocolate we think when you when you bite into it and then the crunch of the popcorn and the bitterness of the dark chocolate with the with the sweetness of the caramel popcorn we think really really works well As definitely kids, my go-to
1: we used to have salted popcorn with um cadbury's um but milk butters uh, yeah. all mixed in together yeah. and that was our kind of snack that's <laughs> This this reminds As me of that <laughs> this is a much more Bro-not kind of version. premium version, version yeah. of that yeah. but it it's yeah. very nostalgic for me it tastes really good. Harry, are you up for that one?
0: Yeah, Have you delicious. got a bit of sweet tooth? Mm, I do. Mm, mm, very nice. Lovely. I'm still I'm still pining for the for the goats cheese. Goat's cheese. Mm. Mm, I think so. I'm going to give you some facts about popcorn. Apparently popcorn can reach up to 3 feet in distance when it's popping. So wow. mind yourself when you're wow. doing that on the
3: It's a challenge for when we get home Yeah. Yeah, yep. TikTok video.
0: And apparently, it's over five thousand years old. Mm. It's not a new thing by any means. So, yeah. obviously, people discovered that if you did something, it would then explode and taste amazing. Um, and once heated, a popcorn expands about forty times its original size. Approximately seventeen percent of the weight of raw corn is lost in the popping process.
3: Yeah, yeah, that would be all the moisture. So it's just yeah. air, isn't it? Yeah. Literally, just. Is there different
1: air. types of corn though? Is it? Is there just one standard?
3: corn um there's they are different varieties the main two sort of grains are the the ones that pop and look like this which are the mushroom varieties and the ones that pop and look like the butterfly kind of shape uh, and that's uh, that their one. that's their technical name is it? I, i'm sure there's a more technical name but the nickname in the industry is mushroom and butterfly Ooh. um but the difference tends to be the grain that we use pops much larger than than others and so yeah size and kind of moisture ratio and like some very technical geeky things that that lead to it um we actually spent a good few years trying to grow popcorn that gets to this size in the uk and it turns out popcorn really dislikes rain and lack of sunshine uh so both were not particularly conducive to it Uh, so it's grown in in warmer climates
0: you've got some um interesting other flavors uh blue cheese with walnut and celery
3: Mm, yeah like a Uh, ward off salad it really is yeah (laughs) Double
0: O Seven Dry Martini,
3: wow. Pops, not stirred. <laughs> Funny, that, that, you that, haven't said it, that, that joke that, before, that, have that's you? That's it, years. Yeah.
0: Irish Stout. So, that's be your favorite. Yeah, yeah. Cheese on toast and pumpkin spice. Cheese on toast. So just, just mm. you guys just muck around in the kitchen with your Basically. pastry chefs.
3: Yeah. Uh, so the f- our first employee um, was the, the chef who still today, 12 years ago, 12 years on, makes our popcorn. And she is um, the most passionate about making kind of flavour combinations. And, and she gets a few hours a week in, with her team to just play in the kitchen and come yeah, up with different different ideas. And, and that's yeah. where a lot of this comes Should
0: from. be, just um, experiment. And sometimes yeah. the great things are, are things through accidents, aren't they, almost? Exactly. Oh, brilliant. Well, um, I'm going to have some more of the um, goat's cheese. Yeah, lovely. Harry, let's turn to you. Um, the Savourists. Yes. Now, um, you used to work for Courson Press, I believe. I did, yes. which most people know about, don't they? So so. uh, they do sort of, sort of soft drinks and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you, you like a bit of a snack. I do. You like a snack? I love a snack. And and you're sweeping down the snack bar aisle, and you realise actually there's not enough grown-up stuff for you going on.
2: That's it? Is that right? Is that <laughs> how it started? It. That's exactly how it started. Yeah. So we uh, launched a range of savoury snack bars. In December 2019. Yeah. Um, and it was, I think, the sort of idea came at the time working at and when the sugar tax came in. There was a lot of noise around how brands could could reduce the amount of sugar and use natural alternatives. So we at then up the amount of apple juice, which is obviously a lot more more expensive. And uh, so just got a really good uh, understanding of sort of how the cogs worked through that chain and going out p- the cost price increases through to to retail, and was I actually started looking around at other what I would consider being sort of slightly healthier categories? And you get to the Snack Bar aisle, and you're like, there's a, there's, there's a lot, lot of brands of out there. Where you're like, hold on a second, what? yeah, 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 <laughs> like great brands and, and and brands that I like, but but they're kind of masquerading the, the health profile. And so we looked into how we could do this without using loads of sweeteners and and the obvious option there was, was savoury.
0: Um, but you're a fan of umami like me and AJ, aren't you?
2: I am, yeah, yeah, big fan of umami and anything that goes well with a, with a beer. Yeah. Um, big fan of, but also just saw the the massive rise and the kind of shift in consumer demand for, for slightly healthier products. Yeah. Um, but not willing to, to compromise on taste. Um,
0: so you bought, something, I know you do a whole range of stuff, but you bought something called Crunch It. Yes. So these what are, are so, hot So what's the the, Are these a bit like
1: popcorn? In a way.
2: Similar, yeah. But um, they're an made an army. from black one. beans, edamame beans and puff rice. Oh, um,
1: so it's high in protein. Huh? Yes. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're bundled together and the the, the kind of Aim of this range was to sort of go after that impulse purchase, but also they go well with a with, with a beer and, and the on-trade side as well.
0: Joe, oh. let's have a look then. So I've
1: got barbecue crunchets.
0: Joe, you're
2: gonna have a taste.
1: I'll admit I've tried these before. I love them. Have you tried them before. That's
2: mm. what we like to hear.
1: So where are they available?
2: Uh, so these are literally <laughs> just just 6 weeks old. So right now on our website on Amazon, but we're launching them onto uh, You had
1: them at a trade show. I did, yeah, at lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, these are going to EasyJet next month and then a couple of other are they? couple of other bits in, in
1: That's how point. I first ever tried Joan Sefs was on mm.
2: a on oh, a plane reading. somewhere. Oh, amazing. Wow. Amazing. It's the
1: first time I discovered the popcorn, so that's That's
2: amazing, that'd be amazing so the,
1: for
0: you guys. So this is rice. Is this made in the
1: same way as popcorn? Uh, no. Oh, well, that's hot. I've just got a bit. Of...
2: So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. That's the Thai uh... chili one.
1: Yeah, but it says it's Thai chili. Yeah, I wasn't, hot, I, wasn't looking, I wasn't looking. I wasn't looking.
0: I wasn't
2: looking. It's such a hard one with chili, isn't it? Cuz you're like No, that's just right, but I oh, wasn't expecting want it. it. Than, yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Um, no, these so, so are these rice? Are made from yeah, so puff rice, edamame beans and black beans. Um, and they're essentially clusters, so they're clustered together in a, in a big drum, um, and then we coat them with tight. So qi.
0: how do you make puffed rice? Is it the same thing as popcorn, in a way?
2: Uh, similar, yeah. So so our, our factory sort of looks after all of that sort of thing. Is
0: that like Rice Krispies?
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, that's exactly what it is, Rice
0: Krispies. So how do they puff up? Are they just like they do rice? <laughs> but, you're, you're not going to tell it, me it's it, like a trade yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah. oh. It's,
2: it's, a, good, it's a good question. I'm um, not going um, to
0: tell us. Okay. Mm.
1: But you can see in the cluster, there's a combination of what looks like some, are they seeds in there?
2: Yeah, so so they are the, the edamame beans and, and the black beans that are inside it. The green and the black are the, are the edamame and the black beans mm. um, that that have come through. And then they're, they're made, they sort of, it's amazing how they do it because they throw all the ingredients in. And then it's bound glycerin and so it of goes around in a drum and... and mm.
1: Well, they're very form, moorish.
2: together. One of our biggest learnings was then when it goes to scale. Obviously, a recipe is very different from yeah. kind of making ten on a tray bake to then to then mm-hmm. making making thousands of them. So,
0: but so do you get the the taste profile right at the the lower production level? So right now, oh yeah, I've definitely got that right. <clears throat> now we need to absolutely replicate that. At an industrial level, which would then takes the development all over again, almost.
2: Yeah, and I think that was the biggest biggest learning curve. I mean, with this (coughs) new range, this is our first piece of MPD that we've we've produced since launch, and uh, we just went straight to the factory and got them to produce it. At right. that time, so we knew that it could. Like, I mean, you're you're an expert on the manufacturing side, but being able to use the machines and and like their capabilities is is key, right? Because you can take a recipe to them, but if they don't have, with the bars, for example, it was made on a tray, and now it's made on a slab line, and the slab line is just kind of constant conveyor belt versus so like baking for example we have mm. to bake out some of the moisture when it's done on a small tray it's very different to yeah like you get crispy bits on the outside and it's it, it's too moist on the inside so there was a lot of kind of te- technicalities a- around creating this but this range was a lot simpler because i think
0: only because you've been through the yeah, process in a and, way you learn yeah, so exactly. much and yeah. the trade
2: had started to, to to hear our name a little bit so mm. being able to get in the room was slightly easier yeah um and
0: so adam how did you start production obviously your dad was making it in the kitchen but what was the next step for you
3: in terms of um we've we've done it a, a yeah a difficult way i would say so we first made it on my parents kitchen table we then went to a rent by the hour kitchen literally oh, okay yeah he that's another it, way of doing it, it of course um, yeah and then rent by the month and then yeah and slowly but surely kind of grew the size of the team and grew the number so of- you're
0: doing the production in-house
3: we've kept it in and you
0: decided yeah. to do that literally yeah. from day one
3: yeah yeah it was from day one so at the time there was no one to go and ask to make mm. popcorn the level of quality that we wanted no one no one would do it um and uh, so we thought let's let's just do it ourselves and uh so it was good it's been it's it, operation it's really hard work it means we have a much bigger team yep. um a lot more requirement for capex and kind of spending money on stuff um but it, it it's
0: keep control though.
3: It keeps control, and yeah. it's phenomenal when the team walk into the office in the morning. And, you know, the one of the sales team get a big order, and a few weeks later they're walking down to the warehouse and they see it going out the door. And the whole team that's been involved in making it—I think that's really special—and um, and does give something a bit different. But um, but yeah. there's
0: definitely the two ways to go though. Definitely, yeah. And yeah. most people we would come across would go Harry's route, wouldn't they, to start with? Often. Yeah, most people do. Yeah, yeah. It's they're... so
2: funny, isn't it? Because I sit here and I go I wish we had our own factory really but then you speak to people and they go oh, I wish we didn't have our own factory I think it's all, yeah I mean you, you end f- up with amazing flavors like w- what you've got yeah you but you've got to
0: employ the staff and, and yeah, that's yeah. a huge responsibility Absolutely. isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Co- Months on month. Off, right because you
3: have to yeah. stay open and and, and yeah. run a factory through through COVID like all that all of that pain kind of yeah goes
1: but you have the complete control over the whole process don't yeah. you which is so important mm-hmm.
3: yeah mm-hmm. yeah no one else has a popcorn out there that's the same as ours with different brands on it because we only make joint and yeah which is nice so
1: there'll be these moments, won't there, where you're doing some MPD, and I yeah. guess you can probably run something through, yeah, and have a product to taste, yeah. in that moment.
3: Yeah, we are fast on MPD. We have mm-hmm. a, we could have an idea in the have, morning. Yeah. Our chef, chef team, in the afternoon could be in their few hours allocated. We'll, we'll kind of play around. We'll have a first sample done by the morning. You know, next morning. Um,
0: Look, and, you'd love that, wouldn't yeah, you, yeah, yeah, You'd yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. that's
3: that's cool. like that is fun and it and it keeps. So there's there's
0: pros the pace, and cons, isn't fun. there? Of course. Yeah.
3: it's just it's it's really hard work
0: so my 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 final question really is that the the snack uh sector is huge isn't it and incredibly competitive to aj and
1: growing fast actually yeah because we're living in a a time where people are really busy i mean our guests last week were talking about wellness and slowing down and Mm. really thinking a little bit more um intuitively but we are living in a really fast society aren't we we're we're especially people like me who run a business and have kids and, you know, you're, you're running at 100 miles an hour. Just moved house. Just moved house. <laughs> but there's a big thing, isn't there, about making sure that your snacks have got high protein or there's some functionality to them or, you know, they keep kids happy. expect, yeah. Mm. yeah. So how are you managing to stand out, Harry? Because because yours in particular
0: is is, is quite difficult.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't say we've nailed it yet, but we're, we're kind of just... For, for us, it's about... I think now, when we're playing in the in the functional snacking space or, or slightly more functional space, it's about keeping the fun and the brand front front of mind. And I think what we've seen historically is a lot of healthier food brands branding as healthier food brands, and actually, I think consumers are now Realizing kind of loo- not... lose the fun of it. And... Yeah.
0: So, and and Adam again, hugely since you started now, very very competitive mm. uh, popcorn. How are you managing to? T- to stand out um yeah constant battle
3: well it turned to the first year that we launched for whatever reason there was kind of four or five brands that decided to launch in popcorn at the same time none of us knew each other none of us Mm. sort of it was it was bizarre like the category sort of came together within the space of of 12 months but interestingly that's what built the category were it not for four or five brands pushing really hard and talking to everyone who would listen about popcorn how great it is and how fun it is i don't think the whole thing would have kind of blown up in the way that it did. Mm. Uh, but now, how do we keep a point of difference? We're just really focused on taste um, and innovation and kind of great, uh, continuing to push those those messages. And yours um,
0: feels a bit more like a luxury brand in, yeah. in a way. And, and yeah. you, you deliberately call it gourmet. Uh, uh, so I yeah, presume other... it's an adult, grown up yeah. indulgence when you're doing, I don't know, as, as Harry says, having a little drink and yeah. feeling.
1: And these collaborations with people like Michelle and Alain Roux is, you know, that really feeds into that yep. kind of flavour premium for feel, sure. doesn't it?
3: Yeah. And we've done some as well with some big Hollywood movies and kind of, uh, and that's very much our kind of, you're sat down on Friday, Saturday night, you're, you're looking for a snack, you want to have something that's a bit, you know, it's... Difficult at the moment, cost of living, challenges, etc. You want to have something that's kind of quite affordable, indulgent, but, but luxury, not going out. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it fits really well, yeah. I
1: suppose. Yeah.
0: Um, very good indeed. I so uh, um, I think we're going to see much more of this, this sort of grown-up thing, I think, as you said. And, and also people perhaps who are struggling a little bit financially. It's like, that. well, this is a treat. I'm yeah. going to stay in tonight. I'm not going to go in tonight. Out, out, you know, or whatever. And uh, get a good movie get some popcorn, get a, get a uh, nice savoury snacks. And and um, that's, a, that's still a great way to spend the evening. I mean, we were all yeah. doing that in um, lockdown anyway, weren't we really?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it is that um, umami linking us back to what we were starting mm. with at the beginning. Um, I always think of popcorn as being something that's sweet, and you've proved here that it's not, Exciting. and that you've actually got a whole range, haven't you? Which yep. are umami and savoury flavours.
3: Even doing Marmite popcorn.
1: Marmite.
0: <gasps> yeah, Yum. yeah, I love
3: yeah,
0: that is <laughs> Very mum. Yeah. Is it? So, just to finish off, where do we get your stuff from?
3: Uh, Joan says you can find it in uh, all cinemas, kind of around the ah. UK. Uh, lots of theatres, uh, hotels, um, and waitros as well, Waitrose? Uh, as well as on our website.
0: Um, And also, I think uh, what you've done as well, Harry, is getting into well-known businesses, you know, like like airlines and stuff, really helps, doesn't it, when you're trying to approach supermarkets and and get endorsement for your brand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where do we get yours from?
2: Uh, so at the moment it's on online uh, on a website savers.com and on Amazon and then Whole Foods Planet Organic.
0: Easter, brilliant. We we will of course uh, uh, do some um, um, connections uh, from from the website and all that sort of stuff. Funny enough we had Planet Organic on last week. We? Yeah. Um, we did. No, we didn't talk about your popcorn though. No, <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, your snacks. Sorry about that. Um, well thank you so much for joining us. Love the umami.
1: Thanks for coming in. Thanks love, so love,
0: love that. the umami, yeah, don't we? we did. Yeah. So thanks again to Harry Turpin of The Saverists. Thanks for coming in, Harry. And Adam Sofer, who's got nothing to do with Joe and Seth's name, but <laughs> sort of as Joe and Seth's popcorn. Look out for both of those thanks. things. Uh, you've been listening to The Food Talk Show, and we're syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield. And of course, we're available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, and the podcast app on your phone. Don't forget we're on the fabulous Eat Farm Now broadcasting platform and also we're on podcast radio. Oh, I like we Have you been on there yet? I
1: haven't seen it yet, no. Have you not?
0: It's great. It, it just gets all these amazing podcasts. It saves you searching through them all. They sort of curate them for you. It's marvellous.
1: Um,
0: so thanks, AJ. you Are going to tuck me. in to some yes, of these?
1: I am, definitely. I'm going to
0: fight you for the goat's cheese The goat's cheese, thing, yeah. <laughs> Taking some of that. Yeah. Don't forget if you want to syndicate our lovely programme for free, on your radio station just get in touch with us on hello at foodtalk.co.uk uh, and if you want to listen to any of our 100 podcasts foodtalk.co.uk is the place to be have a good week bye